0: Good morning everyone, let me get my glasses out. Um, I was sharing this morning a little funny story about my glasses. So a couple years ago, we were watching TV at home and I told my husband, you really need to replace this TV. I know you don't like to just buy stuff, but it's broken. So he asked me, okay, Patty, why is it broken? It is blurry, the image is not sharp, there is something wrong with this TV. Uh, And I kept on, he's like, I don't think anything is wrong. I see everything fine. Well, then your eyes have a problem because I am letting you know that there is something wrong with the TV. Kept on going. A couple weeks later, I had my annual appointment uh, with the eye doctor. And lo and behold, my prescription had changed dramatically. So weeks passed. You finally get your glasses right, the new ones. I sit to watch you with my husband. And the tv is not broken it was perfectly fine it was my eyesight that needed to be corrected for me to see what needed to be seen and today we're going to be talking about see see the with uh double e your vision some of you that don't have glasses may not connect to that but how many of you have gone to see a 3d movie anybody doesn't work if you don't have this Uh, you can try, but you are not going to see what the maker of that movie intended for you to see unless you have the proper equipment, unless you have the proper glasses to be able to see that. So this morning, my prayer for all of us is that we would see what God would want us to see today. And as we jump into this, the first thing I want to talk about is reminding you that God sees us. He sees us right now, like we are. He sees us. We've been talking about faith. I don't know if any of you, anybody noticed that big word on the side. We've been talking about that. That is our word for the seer, for this house. We are running towards that. That is what is propelling us to have that faith. That is what anchors and what keeps us going. And. In that, Pastor has mentioned a couple of people from the Gospels, and I'm going to reference them this morning a little bit. So, he mentioned the woman with the issue of blood. So, this woman with the issue of blood was not supposed to be where she was at. She was not supposed to be in a crowd. She was not supposed to be touching anybody. She was in the wrong place. She secretly purposed in her heart I'm going to touch the hem of the garment of Jesus. And she touched him jesus saw her he turned around and he acknowledged her he spoke to her she received her healing by touching the hem of the garment but jesus saw her wasn't supposed to be there she was unclean unfit but he saw her in that present moment the leper back then if you had leprosy you were not to be touched and Jesus had this person in front of him that was calling out to him he saw that man he touched him he spoke to him he was Jesus went outside of what supposed to happen unclean person wasn't supposed to be touched but Jesus saw him the centurion that's the group of people they weren't even Jews They shouldn't even care that Jesus was there. They shouldn't even want it to go to Jesus. But this man did because he knew that's where his answer was going to come from. Wasn't even part of the group. And Jesus saw him and said, I'm going to do what you're asking for me to do. Wasn't supposed to be there, right? The Samaritan, that woman that Jesus interacts with at that well. Jesus talks to her, and she looks at him and says, you're talking to me? Why are you talking to me? Not supposed to happen. Jesus saw each of these people that weren't supposed to be seen, weren't supposed to be spoken to, but he saw them. So today, if you feel that you are maybe not on track, not doing what you're supposed to be doing, maybe totally confused, maybe going off course and everybody's telling you and you're trying to fix yourself. I'm here to tell you. No, no. Jesus calls you and when you hear that, That's when you just repent and you run towards him. There is no fixing needed in order to position yourself to hear Jesus. You call out to him and in your present state, he will see you and he will have what you need. So I want to release those people that think, okay, I'm going to be here today, but maybe like in three months I'll be in the right place. No, no, no. Today is your day because he sees you. So our God sees us, our God wants us to be able to not only see with these natural eyes that sometimes need corrective vision, right, but he wants us to see with our heart, to be able to understand what is happening with our spirit, and we see time and time again in the word, when it comes to faith, the Bible even says, walk by faith and not by sight. Because if you put your eyes on what is happening, on that report, on what so-and-so told you, it will make you waver. It will make you look at those waves that Pastor was talking about this morning as he opened service. But today, understand that we need to know that he sees us and he wants to see things the way he wants it. But we need the Holy Spirit for that. And we see in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 17 this is after jesus had gathered everyone and said i need you to go i need you to go and spread who i am but wait you first need to be filled with the holy spirit they waited they were filled people didn't get what was happening they thought it was super weird so peer pressure is not a thing of today it's always been around but if we want what God has which is the best we need to fight that and say God if that's what you want sign me up I don't care how weird I don't care how odd I don't care what they're gonna say I don't care because my blessing comes from you God so they people were freaking out what's happening so then here we see uh, the response it's how, no no this is God moving and here in Acts we see them quoting something from the book uh, in the Old Testament it says and it shall come to pass in the last day God says that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy anybody here a son or a daughter does that fit anybody's description not, not everybody okay this is it. okay one more time is anybody in here a son or a daughter okay okay so that really encompasses all of us and it says when the spirit of god falls upon us we will prophesy well to prophesy we need to hear from god or we need to see from god and then open our mouth to declare that and that is what the spirit calls us to do our young men shall see visions Any young men in the house, God says when the spirit of God falls upon you, you will see things that only you're seeing because God is showing you precisely what is happening. Our old men, I'm not going to ask somebody to raise their hand, our old men shall dream dreams, shall dream dreams. Hope will come again and not only hope, you will see what is to come because your time is not up there is still much that God has for you if you are breathing let me see everybody just take a deep breath that's all of us in here there is still great purpose there are still great things that God has in store for all of us but we need the Holy Spirit to fill us I love in a couple of chapters after this it talks about that Peter and John had gone and people were not liking what they had to say and they felt discouraged anybody ever felt discouraged they felt that I can't so they went and started praying and started asking again Holy Spirit fill me I need the boldness Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit came and shook the place and they were ignited to keep on going we need that our walk with Jesus we attain salvation only through Jesus There is nothing we can do. There is nothing that we can serve somebody. There is nothing that we can pay that will get us into heaven. Only Jesus. But the power to live day by day and the power to be able to not attain heaven crawling but actually attain heaven in victory. And do mighty things in this city, in this country that God has placed you in. We need the Holy Spirit. And again, it said it will pour out on all sons and daughters and that was everybody in here right it is attainable for all of us in this place so we need to see and know that God sees us see what he wants us to see and in that I want today to focus on the valley of the dry bones we're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 37 because I want to see what God sees I want to see what God sees so Ezekiel 37 The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. So the spirit was showing Ezekiel something. He positioned himself to see something and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Hold on. I want to see what God wants me to see and God takes him to see bones. Anybody want to sign up for that one? The other day, a couple weeks ago, we were making a list of what needs to be ordered for science class. And they were talking outside my office, and they were talking about buckets of eyeballs. We have to order three buckets, and we have to order this organ, and we have to order this atom. I'm like, please go talk somewhere else. (laughs) This is not my thing. I I cannot even focus on what I'm doing. Please go somewhere else. I, I, I don't know what I would have done right here. But with the power of the holy spirit if he's showing us bones i'm on that ride because there's something that he needs me to see and even more than that something he needs me to do after i see that verse two then he caused me to pass by them all around so it wasn't enough that i saw bones i'm now walking through these bones right And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, there were very dry. Every word in the Bible is purposeful and intentional. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Very dry. Hopeless. Hopeless. It was done. It's not a little dry. You can rehydrate. This thing was done. It was very dry. Done. Verse 3. And he said to me, son of man can these bones live what a question you take me to see bones very many bones these dry bones we have a choice we run away and say god i don't want to see anymore there's too much or we say no if you're showing me keep on lord what am i to see here so the question from god the question can these bones live so i want us to look at our own lives what in our lives What in in our world is a valley of dry bones? And not just a little bit, but a lot of bones and very, very dry. And God is asking each and every one of us this morning, can these bones live? Can life return to something that seems hopeless? Can that happen? So I answered, is what Ezekiel answered, oh Lord God you know we are so limited we as mankind doesn't matter how much schooling you have we know nothing doesn't matter how your uh, your your parents and your great-grandparents is amazing like lineage we know nothing we have nothing he has everything and we need to recognize when it doesn't make sense at that point you know God I surrender it you know God I know nothing right uh, verse 4 again he said to me is God talking again prophesy to these bones does that make sense speak to dry dead bones very dry but he's saying prophesy to them and say to them all dry bones hear the word of the Lord thus says the Lord God to these bones surely I will cause breath to enter into you And you shall live and I will put sinews on you and break flesh upon you cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live then you will know that I am the Lord I want to talk right now to those of you that are in a place that you feel things are getting worse in your life I need you to hold on and keep on believing because this is a very bad situation that God was showing Ezekiel. This valley, dry bones, very dry. God's asking crazy questions. Is it going to live again? Obviously not. But that's not what he said. He said, You know. We need to surrender our thoughts. We need to surrender what we know as facts and say, Hold on. If God is asking a crazy question, I obviously don't have the answer. So I need to just surrender everything to him. For him to be the one to answer that, so if things are getting worse, hold on because the miracle is coming and God will be the one getting the absolute glory in that. Because obviously, if you need a miracle, it's because everybody else has said impossible. There is no recipe, there is no person you can go see, there is no special prescription, there is no special remedy or you know, 401k plan to be able to fix the situation. It's called God. It's called God. It's the miraculous. And the miraculous requires for us to surrender this and just say, God, you know. I do not, but you know. Let's continue. Verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Hold on. Did it say there you have to do it? It never said that before. But Ezekiel knew if God says this to me, I need to. There is nothing, I cannot operate outside of what God is telling me to do. And when God tells you to do something, it is immediate. It is right now. As Jesus started walking and calling people to follow him, it was immediate. That response was now. Those that said, oh, but wait. No. Can you trust me or can you trust me? Can you follow or are you going to follow? What are you going to do? So immediately, so he took that God said prophesy as a command. And right now in this place, I need all of you to understand. When God tells you to do something, it is not a suggestion. It is not for when I can reconcile that in my brain or when I get 500 confirmations that I'm going to do it. You do it. You obey, you run, because then you're going to see the miraculous take place. As I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly, I love, anytime suddenly, immediately, all of a sudden, I have that highlighted like three or four times, different markers, because that word gets me every time, because the flesh doesn't want to switch what it's doing. The flesh wrestles with the immediate the flesh likes to have a plan the flesh likes to know what's coming but when god says it immediately things start to happen if we obey him and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone indeed as i looked the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them but there was no breath in them so as we speak what god wants us to speak because It is not that God spoke and this happened. No, no, no. God spoke to Ezekiel and he needed to speak. So these valleys of dry bones in our lives today, we are going to speak over them. It is not me speaking over them, Pastor David speaking over it. It is us opening our mouth and speaking life into that because Jesus has given us authority to be able to do that. In the word, when it says about that mountain, move from here to there, it's not that God tells the mountain, Is that when I say in faith, let this mountain move from here to here, it shall be done. We need to open our mouth as pastor spoke about last week and speak what needs to align, speak life, but we need to see it. We need to see it to be able to speak it. We need to see it a physical takes place first we see the physical miracle you've been praying for that person they come back into your life they come back into your home but are we done have they surrendered to Jesus have they are they walking in their calling Are they enduring for the Lord? Are they moving forward? Because there is more. It's not just the physical. We need to go deeper. And in our lives, the first thing I thank God, all of you that are in this room today are here, physically here. But the Lord wants to deposit his breath of life into all of us today. The breath of life that will cause a change and a transformation. Verse 9. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on the slain, that they may live. Don't stop prophesying, don't stop speaking what God is telling you to speak and say until you see the complete miracle taking place keep on pressing in and pressing in and yes we give God the glory and celebrate when we see it start to happen when we hear the rattling when we see things aligning but don't be satisfied with that keep on going till you get the complete vision what God put in your heart and what you saw with your eyes you keep on going verse 10 so i prophesied and he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood up on their feet An exceedingly great army purpose when the breath of god falls upon us and brent is inside of us everything is transformed that now we have that purpose clarity of where we're going i want us all to breathe right now one more time When you breathe, a little science, that air affects everything in your body, everything, every organ, every tissue, every cell, everything, oxygen is necessary. It is affected from the tippy bottom to the very top that is needed. And this breath of life, the breath of God affects every area in your life don't hold back from God, don't tell God you can have this side and that side, but Lord, no, no, this, this, is, this is mine, right, this is too much, we're talking to bones, we're talking to very dry bones, how crazy is that, God can do the impossible, and then an army lifts up, An army protects, an army defends, an army conquers, an army goes forward. And that's who we are in this room. We are an army for the Lord. We are called to go out and do something. The Lord restores us. In Him we are transformed. We receive His breath. Then we need to go as that army. And what's our command from whatever He tells us to do? We do and obey. This weekend for me has been amazing. On Friday, we got to do, Pastor mentioned a little bit, this middle school retreat has never happened at the school that I'm at. This school has been in operation for over 50 plus years. Never have they done a retreat, a spiritual retreat for middle schoolers. To God be the glory. But I'm not satisfied with that. Yes, amazing things took place on Friday, but that's the start. I will not stop. I won't relent until I know what the vision that God has given me. And what I saw with my eyes come to pass. We keep on pressing forward. An army does not get scared when there's opposition. They expect opposition. If not, why do you need an army? So when opposition comes, keep on going. Ask the Holy Spirit, what weapon do I need right now? What do I need to do or say or where to move? You have the strategy, but you keep on going. Opposition does not scare the army of Christ because we know who is fighting with us and who is fighting for us. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If I can have the worship team come up. Verse 11, now God breaks it down to Ezekiel. You know what I showed you? Let me tell you who's that for. I showed you this of what I can do. Now let me show you who this is for. 11. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say our bones are dry. Our hope is lost. And we ourselves are cut off the house of Israel, the children of God. And if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you have acknowledged Jesus as the Son of God with your heart, not just your mouth, but with your heart, you are a child of God. You are the house of Israel. You are His people. So it's saying that this is for those bones that are dry, those that the hope is lost. Is your hope lost? Is this you here? Well, the Word of God says today, that the breath of God will come inside and you will rise up and you will rise up not just to be alive but to thrive to be able to be that army that conquers and goes forward and we will see this city on fire for Jesus that is the church of today that is the church that God is calling out today and we ourselves are cut off so that's House of Israel felt cut off. They were away from where they needed to be. If you are cut off, today is your day to be back in the spot where God needs you to be and to be able to push forward. We run to that. And again, we are talking about miracles. There's no little plan. There's no little like map that I can put. And the strategy and what God's doing for your life is different than in your life than in your life and in your life it's amazing to have brothers and sisters to be able to lean on but he's the one that gives us our commands. he is our commander-in-chief and when he tells us to move we move we move verse 12 therefore prophesy and say to them thus says the lord behold all my people i will open your graves and cause you to come up from the graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Grace be opened today in the name of Jesus. Those that feel that the walls of life are entrapping them, that it's hard to breathe, the anxiety is a little too much right now. There is nothing impossible for our God these graves will be open and God will do the impossible because that is the God that we are talking about this morning. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened the graves, O people, and brought you up from your graves. 14. I will put my spirit in you. I want that feeling this morning i want that overflow this morning i will put my spirit in you and you shall live and i will place you in your own land then you shall know that i the lord have spoken and performed it says the lord holy spirit come this year we walk in faith it is how we choose to live 2023 We choose to live it in faith. We choose to believe. We choose to see. We need to choose to speak. It is a choice right now. It begins with belief. I can't see without God showing me. This is not a a motivational speech. We need the Holy Spirit to show us. So I want everybody on their feet right now. Because the first thing is that we need to believe. We need to believe.